0: Street Fighters, guys, gals, non-binary pals, how are you doing tonight? It's Wednesday night, time for the Street Fight. As you know, we do it every single week. You can watch it and chat along with everybody by going to Facebook, Twitch, Twitter, or YouTube. Uh, So, this is happening on January 6th. I don't know what exactly this episode will be like, uh, but everything we say here is uh, valid to change as the news changes. Uh... Uh, we've been doing it for 10 years now. 2021 is our 10-year uh, anniversary, and we plan to continue to spread this mess across the U.S., and it's only because of the community that we have that we've been able to do this so far. So thank you to everybody that tunes in and, and supports what we do, and hopefully we get to do live shows eventually someday. Uh, if you want to support the show, we have new t-shirts available uh, at store.streetfighteradio.com. Uh, they are anvil mania. They're really cool. Nate Bear, who is a, a regular contributor to the zines, uh, did a shirt with an anvil on it that says Street Fight. I know a lot of people. I've done a lot of artistic shirts and sometimes people just want a shirt that says Street Fight. So that's what we've got right now. And we're also doing a long sleeve hooded t-shirt, which is kind of good lightweight layering stuff for the winter, winter season. So, head over to store.streetfightradio.com to take advantage of that. We're also raising money for a charity uh, that is listed on the site. I think we changed it up. How you doing, Brian? I'm okay. Had a, it's a day. It really is a day. Yes, it is a crazy day. And I uh, don't, I realized everything was going to go out the window, you know, this afternoon as far as what our show is going to be. Well, I've got some good news for you then. There wasn't a show. So you didn't have anything (laughs) i have a few things for like a little later on in the show when we want to lighten it up but i got up today at noon and i wish fucked around the house for an hour and then went out to you had informed me last night that the proud boys were going to be downtown today and i'm downtown every day anyway i i walk down there every day and uh so i wanted to make sure i got down there you know, one thirty, something like that. Just something where I knew it would still be going on, but I knew I wasn't going to get there at noon because I sleep till noon. Yeah, but um, that Christmas break put me on that four a.m. to noon sleep schedule. Oh, this show Warrior put me on the sleep schedule. I've been I started it this week, and it's Kung Fu and it's violent, and uh, I love it so much. No guns. Oh there are guns never mind there's a bunch of guns in it too yeah okay. but it's violent that's fine and i love it there's a lot of kung fu fighting in it so it's it's had me up all night every night this week just you know next one next one next one you know but i got up today oh plus i recorded the butt fest 2010s episode mm-hmm. last what you night do midnight Yeah, about yeah two hours 20 minutes oof of an episode you're really going into it they're good shows though. i love them yeah, this episode's a little. The 2010s is an interesting period in in the kind of music we do, and and we really, we really nailed it down. I, I did find the worst band I've ever heard. Okay. I finally have found the worst band I've ever heard, and I'll just let everybody know right off the bat: the worst band I've ever heard in my life is Theory of a Dead Man. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> i don't <laughs> fuck oh. with them at all <laughs> you do that's it. butt man because that's it stinks and i don't do that it's some of the worst it's the worst music i've ever what's heard what's their big song <laughs> the bitch came back the very next day bad girlfriend yeah, they have a lot of songs. Oh, about. and Bitch Came Back. And I Hate My Life, which is a song that will make you laugh because it's about a guy that hates his life and his wife and yeah. all this stuff. It's a, They're terrible. They're just the worst band I've ever heard. That could be good then, I guess. No. I, I like to, um, I was, uh, like, whenever I get sad, what's that, what's that, Who who did that song? You know that song? And I'm missing you, and nobody knows it but me. Oh, I know what you're talking about. I listen about. to that song know. when I'm really sad yeah. because it's so pathetic to me, like it just makes me laugh. Yeah. So I feel like if I got really if I was like feeling pissed, I feel like a good way to lighten the mood might be Theory of a Dead Man. No, I'm telling you, <laughs> dude, it's like Nickelback. He does the voice. Yeah. But the music is worse than Nickelback. There's nothing redeeming yeah. it. They're edgy Nickelback. Is what they are. Yeah, everybody's in the nobody says they're good. Uh someone says no one never even liked them when they were into butt rock. No one's like they're the worst band I've ever heard. I am serious when I say like I've never heard anybody that bad. I would play it for you right now if we could play it on the stream, but I'm gonna tell you you will hear these the bitch came back, you will listen to, it and you will be like, This is the worst thing I've ever heard. Okay. It's terrible. It's 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 offensive as hell. It's about his girlfriend. Yeah. It sounds awful. Yeah. It just yeah. sounds distilled down to nothing. Listen whatsoever. to I Hate My Life and the bitch came back and report back to me. And you will be like, this is pathetic. This is guys sitting on their back porch at a at a barbecue where, where the women are all inside doing something and they're outside music. You yeah. know? Yeah. Oh, man. He hates his wife. Yeah. You know, but uh, so, so I got up. Yeah, you can hear ButtFest by going to patreon.com slash Radio for and $5 a month. Two weeks from now, get motivated. I am going to be listening to Rich Dad, Poor Dad next yes. week. And me and Brett are going to talk about Rich Dad, Poor Dad. We might have a guest. I haven't thought about that yet. Uh, but we're going to talk Rich Dad, Poor Dad. We're going to... Uh, we can probably get someone to listen to it with us. Motivate B-Man. You're going to motivate me. Rich Dad, get Poor get Dad has, has some good anecdotes in it. Yeah, okay. All right. Well they a lot of them are built on anecdotes. They always have like a little 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 cheeky story that's about two paragraphs long and then they just explain how you know they explain it away. Yeah. So can't wait. I got up and I got moving and uh, I got downtown at probably about 1 30 and there were about 40 Proud Boys down there, I would say. Close about 40. Okay. It wasn't a lot. It wasn't a lot. And then the counter-protest came down the street while I was there. There was probably about 10 counter-protesters. And then what happened was, in Columbus, you protest at the state house, which has the main artery of the bus system running in front of it. Yeah, Columbus is like a bullseye. There, It's a circle around it, and then there's two long streets that meet directly in the middle, and the state house is literally on the corner of Broad and High. Which are just like a big plus sign across the city. Yeah. They go on forever. So I got there and people were getting off the bus, just ready to go, dude. They were ready to fight when really? they got off the bus. You think they saw them through the window and were like, what yeah. is this shit? Yeah. I think so. I think it, I I do think like 'cause they were ra- they had some pretty nasty signs, okay, and flags and stuff they had the trump flags, yeah, up there, and people know what that means, sure, and uh, they got off, and you know they were playing classic rock music, which was if I classic rock, like what we will rock, you. oh no, like jock jam, <laughs> yeah, it was Arena. embarrassing, I was. I was sort of almost, if I didn't hate the Proud Boys, I would have been embarrassed for them, you know, because it was just like one of those, one of those things where you see, uh, where you see people making asses of themselves, like total, complete Just they're online people. Your back hair is standing up. You've got full goose pimples. You have to turn away because it's making your jaw tighten up. You yeah. just are fully embarrassed for them. Yeah. Your and ass is red. <laughs> they're playing We Will, We Will Rock You, and they're singing along with it at the people across the street where I'm standing because basically the police were filtering people off the bus and then across the street. So okay. a fucking a fight would break out, and then the police would grab The people on our side and bring them back across the street. And it was just like this kind of constant thing. A fight would break out? Yeah. Like like somebody would get off the bus, hopping mad. Mad as hell, like Yosemite Sam. (laughs) Right. And just start screaming. And they might not get into a fist fight, Uh but they might swing a few times or slap or something like that. And it would get separated. And then what happened was. I don't know how it got coordinated, but the group of people that I was standing with, which by the way, this was the only time I've ever been sort of weirded out because I was afraid they were going to think I was one of the proud boys. Uh I wasn't wearing yellow, but I am like a white guy in cargo pants that's like... You know, I just... No identifying marks. I'm trying to talk to people uh-huh. while we're there. Like, oh, hey, what's going on? You know, what's been going... Just letting everybody know. I'm on your team. I'm Our not friendly. on their team. Okay? Yeah. Everybody might do, do their... Okay. I there, there, No, there were two... Um, I, there were two on our side It was me and another white guy Yeah, I think everybody knows that they got like The chintzy, chintzy-ass like Kirkland cargo pants on They got the Costco cargo pants on I, I think that, I don't think you look proud, boy Oh yeah, because I got nice cargo pants I, I feel that way too sometimes I have this undershirt that's like my exercise shirt So whenever I always wear it to protest But it is literally Blue Lives Matter blue yeah. And so I don't And when I'm walking and I'm like riding my bike And, and just like surveying the situation, it's like, I also look like an undercover cop that could just be counting the people that are here right now. Yeah. Yeah. So, I ended up what ended up happening is they the side I'm on decides to cross the street. Okay. Okay. Take it to him. And take it right to him. Cross the street in the crosswalk. And then came around and then squared off. and then Squared off. Yeah. Started fighting. Not yet. Okay. Started yelling at each other. Just got in each other's faces. Yeah. We get up on the lawn. It, the police are uh, It's like toothpaste coming out of a tube. You know what I mean? Like, it just keeps moving, and the, there's not enough cops there to stand between people. Because you've been to these things in the past in Pikeville and and J twenty and stuff like that. The police will stand in between. They'll always face us. They yeah, they never face, us. face them. Yeah, but they will face us. And you know, you. you you know, you usually can't get around them. There isn't like no getting around them, but there weren't enough there to stop people from getting around them. So they got right around them and uh they stood there and yelled a little bit. They got up on the lawn and, uh you know, they were kind of yelling at each other like in a really disorganized like way. It was very weird because it was like you'd be standing next to a Black Lives Matter protester and a Proud Boy at the same time. Right, and you're just like, well, fuck, you know what I mean? Somebody might hit me. Right, You could, yeah, you get sucker punched. And I'm, like, kind of standing there, and uh, somebody, a guy walks up, one of the Proud Boys walks up. Nobody's fighting yet. It's just yelling. And it's really, like, the people on our side were really being, like, throw the first punch. Okay. People, you know what I, I mean? Shut me up. Yeah, which I... Not a, I'm not a throw the first punch guy. You know I'm I'm a throw the first punch guy. You know the difference is I would never say throw the first punch because I don't want to get punched. You sure. know what I mean? That's that's my philosophy here. Yeah, I mean my I think you got to strike first is yeah. the best way to win any fight. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, if it's you just have to know when it's going there and make the turn before they do because. Yeah. It is about making the decision before they make the decision. Right, because that's how you get a couple seconds for them to be like, I'm getting I'm getting hit. What's going on? And then you, you know. Yeah, so one of the Proud Boys walks up and grabs a Black Lives Matter flag and tries to run off with it. But the guy that he grabbed it from got a hold of him and fucking flipped him down on the ground and just started punching him. And, and the cops broke it up. And the other Proud Boys started to feel bold. Okay. So then... Guys just started throwing punches all around me. It was like being in a mosh pit. And then somebody throws a vanilla latte. I know because it smelled like one. And I took most of the vanilla latte. So I don't know who threw it, but I'm the one that took. Like my whole coat was covered. I was soaking wet and I had to leave. Like I was just like, it's freezing out here. I'm soaking wet. I I I got to get out of here. Like, so I had to leave the protest like I shit my pants or something. You know what I mean? Like, I had to get out of there. How long did the brawl last? Uh, five minutes, maybe less. It's just a really quick, like, just flare up. And then I think everybody was just kind of like, we're going to get out of here. I did see a Proud Boy was wearing a helmet. Which is funny anyway. Yeah. I saw somebody pull the helmet off his head and start hitting him with it. I thought that was awesome. Oh, wow. That I liked. Yeah. Like grabbed it off his head? Yeah. Just grabbed it and just started swinging it. And just guys were just swinging shit at each other. They were hitting each other with stuff. People had baseball bats. People had everything. It was, I mean, it had the potential to get a little crazy, but I, the cops were all like kind of about to, show up anyway you could hear all the sirens around town headed that way and it was like this thing's gonna get broke up yeah i mean those proud boys are gonna fucking leave they weren't fighting with antifa you know what i mean they were fighting with people who just got off the bus right who were just mad that they were there right and they can't uh, win that fight <laughs> yeah they yeah. can't win someone that's on that's had a bad day and is taken the bus yeah 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 for sure so you know there were some people bleeding but it like i don't think it got too It didn't get too crazy down there. Now, while I'm down there, I'm also on my phone watching what's going on in D.C. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, what is really what the hell? Right. Because the last I'd heard was last night that these idiots were marching themselves into kettles. Because yes, they don't know too. how the police work, so they were just marching around town. You know, guys were selling ammunition. There was that whole story about magazines. A guy trying to sell illegal magazines, and the police telling the police that he was doing that. Yeah. I saw a guy on a, a stream on Baked Alaska stream saying a calf. Which I ended up figuring, I thought it was, for a minute, I was like, what could that be? What could that be? I thought it was all cops are fathers, but I think it's friends. (laughs) And I was like, that's pathetic, because he's beating you up. It's like, (laughs) we always make fun of the libs that come to our protests and are like, thank you, sir, to the police who are beating us up. Right. You know? That's even more pathetic to be the guy that's getting beat up and then also, but they were not getting beat up. Well, I saw last night when they got pepper sprayed, this guy looked like he was breaking up with his girlfriend that had just cheated on him. He was yeah. like, we fucking trusted you and we're out here for you and you betrayed me. This is, this, this is unacceptable. The scrawniest little little uh, prick just asshole and he looked so betrayed it was fucking hilarious they don't know what the police are here for no at all they just have no fucking clue they thought because the police were against us over the summer that that meant they were for they picked a side. yeah yeah because the cops hang out in their groups too and, t- and tell them hey we really like what you guys do they get they get preferential treatment you know enough but they can't Cops are also chicken shit, and they're not going to turn on... They thought that they were going to, like... They were going to join arm in arm and say, we're going to save America and stop the steal. Yeah, they thought the cops were going to try to help them stop the steal. (laughs) Yeah, it just wasn't going to happen. The cops don't work for you. Yeah. The cops got to keep this America thing going so the richest people ever can keep it that way. I mean, and the cops make $90,000 a year, too. I mean, the cops are doing pretty well with their salaries, too. You know? And they're just like, "Well, fuck, if this thing falls down, I'm number one. We already know I'm insanely unpopular. Right. But number two, I'm not making any money anymore. This is <laughs> right. There's, yep, yep, not an acceptable situation for me. You yeah. know, uh, I didn't. I didn't get a chance to go down, which I, I regret. I had to teach school today. My wife had to go to work, and uh, I woke. I, it's awful, man. I had to do it two days in a row, and I wake up. I usually do it not back to back. If you get up at 8 a.m. and I just basically sign her into class, go to sleep for 45 minutes, wake, you know, go get sign her into the next class, go to sleep for 45 minutes. I do that until like two in the fucking half. I do it all day because I'm not sleeping at all. I'm like, it's the worst. Yeah. yeah Sorry. The, that's my struggle. The teaching school is uh, probably sucks. Yes. Yes. Being. Yeah, it's, it's tough. I'm not a school teacher right. and I never had to do it. My kid just does right. whatever she does, you know, but yeah. So yeah, they, they, they got started early last night. Um, I did not expect what happened today, but I, I mean, I guess I, I guess, you know, The when the Donald Trump has pretty much been keeping this thing rolling. He's been tweeting. He's been doing it for weeks. He's been saying it's fraudulent. These people are mad. These people last night, you know, they just found out that they lost the Senate, so that was enough to get them to throw a fucking tantrum. Yeah, I mean, they were planning this for a while. You know, there was merch. For the Stop the Steel rally. I saw a right. guy wearing a uh, MAGA Civil War, like the Marvel yeah. Civil War thing. Like they they were planning to do something. I, I think losing the Senate probably invigorated it a little bit last night. You yeah. know? And and I saw, I mean, I, I, I had read something uh that the They were on Reddit and like all these other places and the top comments were all, we need to storm the halls of Congress and take our house back. And that's what they were saying. And that's enough to get people inspired to go down there to do it. I mean, I know if I heard the call, like I'd go too. to like we get rid though. of America. I mean, but they say that shit all the time. They do. That's they, the thing. You got to go back. To really understand how this happened, you go back to the Tea Party, who that's all they talked about. Yes. Was, we're going to fucking have a 1776 here. This is going to, it's going to happen. And it's been slowly ratcheting up. And it hit a point today I don't think it's done. I don't think they're done. You know, I think they're done for right tonight. But I also know that there is a uh, uh, inauguration that they're not too happy about happening in 2 weeks that i don't know what the fuck is going to happen down there i you know as long as innocent people don't get hurt i don't care what happens to them you know what i mean like uh, 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 i'm not cheering on the police because i just i'm not on their team neither yeah you know but uh if they have to go out there and beat up proud boys with tears in their eyes <laughs> i don't want to do it
1: man i love you so much <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> but yeah it yeah, was and it's all massaged i mean it, it's like they they've just riled people up man they just have done it they have their own media they have their own system my um you know the election made my independent cousin he, I he went full q on. i'd like he, to read those posts you sent me today yeah you don't care yeah because those were those were incredible okay. to me. I think those are good. That's a good indication of where their brains are. Because yeah, uh, he Bre- was there. Yeah, Brett's cousin went to stop the steal. Yep, <laughs> family at odds. His brother against brother. It is. cousin against cousin. Here it you is. You know, but Brett doesn't like his cousin. I'm just gonna say <laughs> Brett and his cousin aren't. Probably friends. No, haven't been. I would say that your cousin does not like you anymore. I would. Yeah, I absolutely agree. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) I'm the enemy. You're as big, as much of the enemy as you could. The only way you could be more the enemy to your cousin is if you were Joe Biden, right? Right. (laughs) Who, you know, stole the election with, you know, the help of Italy. Right. As far as, you know, I didn't check into that. I should have looked into that. Italy. Oh, okay. Italy, let's Obama, read this. Yeah. Let me read the first post as far as the P. Okay. Actually, I, you got to read them backwards. Duh. Contrary to what the news is reporting. That was not the act of terrorists. That was the first battle against a tyrannical government that now knows Americans are serious. They shot an American citizen and rumor around here is she's dead. That's what you should be mad about. They showed more force against patriots today than they did against Antifa and BLM. Nothing was burned and the only thing destroyed was a window. Oh, now we're tallying up, uh, uh, <laughs> property destruction yeah. too. Yeah. Like this, that- now we're saying like, well, Usually, we would be mad about a window in a Starbucks or something like this, but this window meant nothing. Technically, our window. Yeah. Te- <laughs> we broke our own window today. <laughs> yeah. Which is, they beat the and, living fucking shit out of us. They beat my daughter up this man. summer. <laughs> you know, I mean, and, and for things, I mean, prayer vigils. Prayer vigils for people that died. That the police then intimidated them with batons and flashbangs and tear gas. I I don't know where the fuck they come up with this. Dinesh D'Souza is on parlor and saying all the similar stuff to this. It's just, this is unacceptable. The media applauds the Black Lives Matter. And the Democrats don't have to say anything about it. And it's like, the fucking president told them to do this. What do you mean? What <laughs> <is this?" laughs> they don't know how to win. Somebody was talking about that. Somebody was talking about this yesterday. There was a tweet going around that said, like, these guys say that that we complain all the time. And then the picture was of a guy carrying a huge cross, like, on his shoulder, like he's Jesus Christ. Yeah, they raised know? a cross, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they they have done nothing but win for four years. Now, if COVID doesn't happen, they probably win again. sure i think i mean i think that like there was no way that joe biden was gonna win yeah based upon what based upon how the election was now without covid absolutely trump would have impressed that's what i was planning for but i'm not gonna call on those things anyways yeah but i just think this is too this is too fucking he didn't beat him enough to have him fumble a gigantic fucking once in a 100 year pandemic yeah joe biden couldn't even bury him yeah yeah and it's also funny Uh, uh, let's read the next post, actually. As far as people who broke the window, it was MAGA people who stopped them at least eight times before they finally broke it. Remember how Antifa was supposed to dress up as patriots? Doesn't that sound like it's right up their alley? Oh, so now we get blamed for it. We didn't even show up. And now also, it's like that white supremacist guy broke that AutoZone window. Like they, they, that information came out. So they're like, "Yeah, that's happening to us too." I don't even think that was a white supremacist guy. Yeah, the report I saw said he was a member of the Aryan Cowboys. Oh, recently? Yeah, okay, last okay. last week. Oh, okay, okay. So yeah, that now they're saying that's what we do. Yeah, that's what happened to them. Also, um, I will say, uh, I would sam similar relatives in the same comment sections, I have exhaustively explained that most people say, please do not start violence. Please do not break windows. They're going to come down on us. We just have to be peaceful. And that has been every Black Lives Matter event I've ever been to. Yep. Every Black Lives Matter event I've ever went to that became a riot was because we were standing still in a place they didn't want us to. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Every window I've seen bashed in actually was probably because the police were chasing. Like, there's a lot of times where I saw windows get bashed out where the police were chasing people, and that'll slow them down for a second. If they're like, "Oh, this poor Starbucks," right? You know, I mean, they smashed, they beat, the, they them fucking the mask off people this over the summer, broke all the windows in the Capitol building, and jumped, ran in there with guns. Yeah, In Ohio. Yeah, and Michigan, Yeah, right? Yeah, they know they can do this as often as they want because the police are on their team. Yeah, the and police let them gonna- in. I mean, the police were kind of like, oh, well, we don't know what to do. I felt bad. There was that one fucking black security guard that was left at the opening point. I'm guessing nobody told him what was going on. You know, he was yeah. all by himself with that first crowd of angry people that were swatting at him and shit. He's trying to run up the stairs while an angry mob is chasing him on his heels. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're, they are insatiable. They're insatiably violent. They, they are really. Well, that's what they, they just, they want the world to be more violent. They like, we, we, some people may see, uh, like the Black Lives Matter and Antifa may use some form of, of violence to make a, to, to, sorry, send a message. Uh, But overall, we don't want the world to be more violent the way that they want everything to be more violent. They want more people in jail. They want more people denied food. They want more people dead. Yeah. Yeah. And it is property. I think both of us have done property damage. I just think, like, I was there on J20, and I don't think we could have pulled this off because... The police were much more oh militant God, yeah. against us. There's no fucking way. I I've, I've been to I did a Black Lives Matter protest in DC after they I don't remember who who had been killed unfortunately, it was so many, but uh, we went to the Capitol building. We couldn't even get on the steps. They had people with guns. They had lasers, they had fucking like snipers on the building. They had armed guards waiting for us. Yeah. Soldiers. Yeah, they're fucking ready for you us. You don't get any We got nowhere near the doors or anything. Yeah, they were throwing flashbangs like a mile away from yeah. anything uh from the government. So yeah. I mean, J20, they they went fucking nuts. They they ruined a bunch of people's lives. They were they were like holding them without charges for a long time and then holding them through their trials that lasted forever and hanging these like long prison sentences over their heads and but you know no fate I don't know what's going to happen I mean that's probably the next subject that we go into is I think they were hunting people down over the summer Yes. Right. Like One, they I remember the story of, of the woman who, who broke the police car window that they found her shirt on Etsy or something. And like traced her they traced her through Etsy. Yeah. Somehow. So these guys that are a lot of the high profile pictures, the, the guy in Nancy Pelosi's office, uh Baked Alaska. Uh, the guy that was sitting at the chair in in the uh, Capitol, like I do, I think they're gonna get in a lot of trouble. Maybe you know, I don't have a lot of faith, but I know that it's really stupid. Yeah, it's really dumb. It, I don't to think be they knew it. Selfies, yeah. I mean, that's also everybody said that. I stopped. I stopped doing protests. I filmed the one. I filmed the protests in Clintonville because it was like a family event. Uh, but all the other stuff I saw, I did not get that on video. And I, I, st- I started like, screenshotting my pictures so there was no like exif data and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Because I was like, they are going hardcore on this digital fucking imagery. Yeah, and Joe, Joe Biden. I mean, I know that they're delusional, thinking that Joe Biden's not going to be the president. But he's that like I, he's going to be the president. Yeah, they're not going to stop that from happening. Yeah. Okay. I, and he's his attorney general is going to be the person who deals with this stuff, not Trump's. And I think I I said this to Brett earlier today, but I was like, this might should have done this two years ago, and they'd be fine. Yeah, Trump could have pardoned <laughs> them on his way out, because I just my think patriots, that, we love you. That like even when the, the Republicans. Are even when the Republicans are like being like, okay, you y'all went too far this time because they don't do that. Yeah, I mean, right now there's a gigantic America Love Fest happening. This is really a moment where everybody gets to talk about how we have the greatest. Peaceful. Nation ever conceived, and all these amazing values—it's a perfect handholding moment uh, to get away to you know four years of that trash Donald Trump shit, and then now just everybody gets to skate along like the other Republicans weren't going along with it, you know? Yeah, and they're the gonna, same party, but they do. Here's a question that I have for listeners to think about in their mind: Do we have to take the number to zero? of peaceful transfers of power in the United States. It's been this many peaceful transfers. Oh yeah. Of you power. have to reset the sign. We have to reset the sign back to zero, like the injury chart when somebody <laughs> gets injured. Yeah. I think, I, I don't, I think this is not a peaceful transfer of power. They fucked it up. It doesn't count. I do yeah. it counts. Trump just, you know, who knows? I, you know, it's hard to even tell. And they're just, yeah, I don't. They're I, I I they're just all doing this for a fucking deranged television game show host. I know that's that what, they, what my just, wife says. Katie keeps saying like for Donald fucking Trump. Like that's just gets in your head. Like it's you start to try to figure it out. Like how we got here because it's Donald Trump. Yeah, it's not and. They just love him. They love him to pieces. They just think he's the greatest. There's going to be a confederacy, and it's going to be run by Donald Trump. You're right. You know, he's going to be down in Mar-a-Lago. He's going, to, he's going to try to secede from Florida. Yeah, yeah. He's going to go down to Mar-a-Lago. I mean, it is weird to see. I mean, we've said a million times, like, this is going to be the... Well, I haven't. I knew nothing was going to, This is going to be the thing that that destroys the man, but... He's still got a quarter of a billion dollars. He's yeah. got Mar-a-Lago. I mean, he can handle having Mitch McConnell call him a piece of trash or whatever, you know. And, uh, you know, he probably isn't going to be able to run for president in four years like he would have probably wanted to. You know, but that's it. Yeah. His his voice isn't going to mean as much in elections. But, you know, in five Imagine years. All the love he felt. He was probably so tickled by that. That's this. true. Every that's time true. they told him. They did what? No way. Someone's got Pelosi's speakers. Oh, that's hilarious. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's funny that he called them special. Yeah. He talked to them like they were little stupid grandchildren. Yeah. Cause that's what they are. Yeah. That's what they are. I got to go to the in-laws this weekend. Oh, that's going to be great. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, my, to be fair to to my wife, she is saying I don't have to go, you know, but it's like their Christmas thing. Okay. And I'm like, do you want to kind of peek in on the abuse? I don't know what I want to do at this point. I, I maybe set a time limit. Just say because of COVID, we we'll we can only stay for an hour or two it's hours. Saturday. It, if she would have planned it for Sunday, I could have put a heart out. You know. Yeah. But uh, I can't. I can't put a heart out on it. So, but I think we'll get out of there quick. I don't think my daughter's gonna want to be there after this week either. You know what I mean? Like. Mm-hmm. He's gonna be worked into a frenzy, I think. Yeah, you know, I, I my people were all quiet except for the one that was there. Um, my people were all quiet. I don't, your people are generally quiet these days, though. Yeah, like your family, people, right? Yeah, right. Like, and, and, and but I still follow some cranks. I still follow some old sales guy that I work with. Some of those guys that still. I've been able, I don't interact with their stuff at all. Are they intellectual No, they're morons. Okay. They're just like, this goddamn Antifa is, they believe that they're infiltrating every part of life, and the cops are communists and shit like that, and- I saw- Because they did this. Yeah, the cops are communists. No, they hate us more than they hate you, trust me. They just, they have to do something to you. Yeah, these are <laughs> Matt Homework 420 said this, and uh this is kind of the beginning of their their movement, at least digitally, is how they identified with each other. Um, but they are literally the minions from the show. They are because minions Trump is grew. Yeah, Trump is grew. Yeah, they just that and it is sort of and how, they, that movie didn't make sense to them. No. They thought they, the minions were happy they and loving life. <laughs> <laughs> so glad we get to work for GRU. Yeah. I just couldn't ever possibly find myself liking a guy like Donald Trump and like thinking he was anything other than like a disaster. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think the best person that I got off was that woman that got shot because, you know, like she was thinking, like, we did it. We stopped the steal. Like she felt like her life meant something in that moment. Like she gave it up for like. The true america to be reborn and she doesn't know what happened after it yeah i guess <laughs> a lot yeah. of other people did that and now they have gonna have federal charges uh, they are the guy carrying the uh the uh thing the uh what is that pe- podium yeah that guy carrying that podium there he's there's everywhere two, there's two guys the guy carrying the podium and camp auschwitz is the other guy and Mm. I, 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 and all they had to do, like we want to do this, we wanted to, to change things too, and we believe that America is a bad deal. But they're just so obsessed with American ideals, they don't, they don't look in like any sort of functional way of making life better for Americans. They are just like there's, it's this ancient text is all it. Me, that's all we have to stick to the ancient text and get rid of everything. You know, I mean, they don't even feel that way anymore. They're though. not about the Constitution. I don't think they are. I think they're True. for Trump. You know, the Constitution is they're doing the Constitution thing current, you know. True. Yeah, they're right. They're doing 1776. Also, I saw my other wacko I check in with uh, also both. My cousin and the wacko said 1776 question mark question mark question mark. No, it's not 1776. I don't. I don't think so. Yeah, they, it, you're it, not that popular, guys. It's not even about the Constitution anymore. They don't even probably know what's in there. It's the flag. It's it's it is the flag. It's just the flag. <laughs> it's just literally the cloth now. It might just even like, just be the Trump flag to keep America great flag. It might not even be the American one now. So that was i mean what a day what a fucking day man you, you know you start 2021 you got bean dad and then you got this <laughs> right you know we're rocking and rolling <laughs> it is, it's january 6th <laughs> and we've already had bean dad and this so and we got the inauguration coming up you know? right which will be another interesting moment also like i said this next week uh is going to be hard to not Stay glued to the news on how they're going to make their way through this. Uh, you know, America is going to do what they can to stay in power, you know, and n- not let it be known that you can just run in there and scare them like that. There Even is, though, there is another thing that I don't know if you know, cause you haven't mentioned it to me yet, but, uh, Mike Pence changed his border to, uh, Joe Biden and Ka- Kamala Harris, uh, at, I checked. At at their victory ceremony, he he Mike Pence. <laughs> he also unfollowed Trump on Twitter. Did he really? Yeah, 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 yeah. He is not into Trump, and Trump got banned from Twitter today. Yep, Trump got a lockout. He's gonna have to be uh, Donald X Trump soon. Donald, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he'll just have they'll, they'll, He probably has an alt already. Yeah, he's definitely. He well, all famous people have alts. I'm convinced a famous person has yelled at me in the past. Sure. Uh, Apparently, it's Mike Pence and his wife, not Joe Biden. Oh, it looks like Joe Biden. Yeah, just some old white-haired guy, grandpa from far away. Yeah, they all look the same, politicians. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so I don't know where to go. I mean... I know where to go. I don't know where to go from here. Um, Well, I don't know. I just, it's like there is... You know, like I said, you've got to really just have people that you can get a hold of when stuff like this happens that are ready to go and react. Yeah. Uh, I can't imagine what it was like in, in D.C. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that probably is like a little nerve wracking experience to have something like that going on but i mean we've been to dc when something like this goes on and two blocks over there's nothing yeah yeah you know yeah i guess they're roaming the streets right right now getting beat up and shit but isn't there a curfew yeah that's why they're getting beat up yeah 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 so yeah, that's that's our take on on that is also true. Their late night stuff is hate criming. It's not like why don't you, they don't steal Jordans? They just they fucking do hate crimes. Instead. That's the thing. If they just stole Jordans instead of podiums and like artifacts from the House of Representatives, then yeah. I would think that they might not get in trouble. The reason I think they're in trouble is because they're stealing. they the state stuff. You know yeah. the uh, the. Um, The artifacts that they love so much, you know, just, and, 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 and one other thing I saw was the guy that works for the blaze Uh that was calling them revolutionaries and, and And, patriots and stuff. And then backpedaled, he took a picture of Nancy Pelosi's computer screen. Yes. And then he was like, no, I'm just a reporter. I just go to report things. Yeah. is actually what I do. Yeah, I wasn't there. I was... (laughs) I had a press badge on when I was in there. It's like, yeah, I know that trick, too. I do the same thing. (laughs) I have a press badge, too. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Let's see what else we got for the week, man, because I got some... uh, I grabbed some stuff before I uh, left the house. See what I got here. Uh, uh, Oh, did you... I guess we can do it this way. Well, sorry, one no, last comment, but this is this is the other thing that's happening. We talked about it a little bit. Trill Dozer said they're torn between calling it a revolutionary act and blaming it on Antifa, which is true. Because I think if it was successful, it was 1776. If it's not, I think Antifa caused all this to discredit them. Yeah, it's our fault. Yeah, we did. again, we did it again. The funny thing I saw on Parlor was somebody said. Um, Antifa was sending around a message that if you're going to stop the steal to wear an American flag backwards and some camo pants so that you know who each other are. And it's like, all right, that's everybody that's there. Yeah. That's you, 50% of the people there. They do all wear the backwards hat and the pants. I'm sorry. I dropped the screw from my knife. Oh, no. Somewhere. So I'm, I'm in a real situation over here. Yeah, that's you got to do the what, show. I know. I'm in the middle of the show. I'm going to have to search for it after the show. Yeah. It's got me all nervous, you know? A screw came out? Yeah, yeah. Fooling around with it too much? I fool around with the knife a lot. I mean, I spend most of my time fooling around with a knife these days. Maybe, do they sell fooling around knives that are... I need to buy a Well, this should be a fooling around knife. Yeah. You know? It's a good knife. I looked it up today to see if it's a good knife. Oh, oh, I, I can update you all on my... uh kitchen knife thing uh somebody else got a hold of me and gave me brett's advice again and said just get one so i just got one i got a japanese one perfect it's like like, they make the best knives as far as i know and swords yeah maybe so i got it in the mail after i had already left pretty good too yeah i didn't want a german one though i you know i'd rather get the japanese ones i feel better about them gotcha um so i got that uh I read this story in Vice this week. Did you see this story about the union buster uh uh firm, the IRI Consultants? It's uh it, they're they're not called union busters, they're called a union avoidance firm. Who's this? For- it's called uh uh No, for who? But sorry, go ahead. I did internet polling spreadsheet from one of the country's top union avoidance firms offers an inside look into a highly secretive industry that specializes in helping employers derail union drives using sophisticated, tested, and at times legally questionable methods. Oh, God. Uh, this is written by uh, uh, Lauren Kaori Gurley on uh, Vice on Motherboard by Vice. Uh the spreadsheet, was, the spreadsheet was used by union avoidance firms that tried to thwart a union drive at two Seattle, Seattle hospitals owned by Conifer Health Solutions in 2019. One of the union avoidance firms involved in that campaign was IRI Consultants, which was retained by Google in 2019 amid a wave of unprecedented worker organizing at the company. On Monday, hundreds of Google workers revealed that they formed a union with the Communication Workers of America. Which hey, good on you. Yeah, I saw that. I was very happy. Yeah, that was it. cool. And the tech people are just boy, they're really losing their fucking minds too. The the owners of these startups are <laughs> like, wait, I'm already running an unprofitable company. Yeah, and I don't know. I mean, I hope it. I hope the. I, I think that you know, I hope that their solidarity comes with them. You know, and when it comes to other smaller unions for people that maybe don't make six figures and shit, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they seem to have solidarity, and and with mentioned it, but. They I think good. it's good they're in the they have the most bargaining power and they have you know the ability to take their skills wherever they want you know other people are a little bit more afraid when they just work at a grocery store you know yeah yeah for sure um, in the notes for one employee, IRA consultants wrote that they were lazy money oriented aloof from Samoa and tired of people on team and doesn't want to assist them and told managers the union is full of crap. Notes described another employee as a follower, impressionable, a single mother, adding that their rent had increased and they couldn't afford union dues and will do whatever their friends do. So they make these, they, they take each employee and put them in a spreadsheet. And then what they do is... um What they do is a source familiar with IRI's practices told Motherboard that collecting detailed personal information on each rank and file employee in order to assess their union sympathies is standard practice for how IRI consultants and other union avoidance firms conduct work at their clients. So they may, they have the managers say like, who do you think, who seems like the most? No, they don't do that. That That's actually the part that, that, that got me, uh, The documents obtained by Motherboard offer a rare look into the strategies used by IRI and the union avoidance industry as a whole to defeat worker efforts to organize for higher wages, benefits, and their improved safety and well-being at work. According to a 2019 report by the Economic Policy Institute, employers in the United States spend roughly $340 million on union avoidance consultants each year who often report being paid in the neighborhood at $350 hourly rates or $2,500 a day for their work fending off unions. What they do is, um, I got to scroll down here through there, but uh, uh, so what they do is they teach the management how to talk to people to figure out whether they're part of whether they're uh uh okay with a union or not right they kind of train them to read read the read the the read the, read I'm sorry read the employees and uh get their uh, I'm I i do not know why I'm so fucking idiotic right now yeah in the in the documents you don't you'd, I, It's it sounds like a lot of gobbledygook in the documents, union avoidance consultants known as educators and persuaders in the industry also offer up suggestions for appealing to workers' motivations to flip those on the fence to no votes. Cause that's what they do. So they calculate the votes. They're just a forecasting firm. Okay. And then they teach. Is this before a union has started or? Is yes. This? Yeah. Yeah. It's they're avoiding. It's when an organizing drive starts. Oh, gotcha. The company hires. This company the manag- to see to yeah. train the managers to go out there and talk to people like, This is union thing's pretty crazy, you know? What are you what are your thoughts on it? You know? Yeah, as a consultant, collecting the de- this data is absolutely well, in the documents, union avoiding Yeah, they're called persuaders. As a consultant, you're trying to figure out how many kids a worker has, if they have a boyfriend, girlfriend, or both, if they're married or have relatives in management at the company, a union avoidance consultant who did work for IRI consultants and wish to remain anonymous. Try to figure things out that will make them motivated to vote no. Are they motivated by economics? Do they like their supervisor or do they hate their supervisor? Well, most people hate them. Yeah, not, not the most popular. And uh, uh, while it's illegal under the NLRB Act of 1935 for companies and managers to spy on workers' labor organizing activity, create create an impression of surveillance, or even ask employees about whether they support a union drive, union avoidance companies have developed methods and conversational tactics for gathering data and persuading workers to vote no that do not break labor laws. Often managers themselves who have direct access to and more leverage over their subordinates are trained by union avoidance firms to deploy these tactics. You can judge who supports the union and who has been to a union meeting by reading people's responses. By body language looking at who's nodding along i can tell you who attended a union meeting based on the questions they ask and the verbiage they use wow so yeah they're they so they let the company know how at risk they are so many some of your employees are getting uppity start talking about benefits and stuff they're talking to union members yeah they're not quite illegal, but they're sort of bending the law if they're not breaking it, he continued. You cannot interrogate people about their union sympathies. You can't spy on spy to figure out workers' possible sympathies. You can't threaten them and you can't make promises. But these people are independent contractors. Right. So they can do that. They don't work for the company. It skirts the labor law by doing that. So uh, yeah, and also they're not saying you can you have they're not they're not saying we're going to go get this information for you. They're saying we can teach you how to read people, which is some sort of like managerial trick. It's not it's nothing tangible. Yeah, to to punish them for yeah, because there is awful and how I I bet it costs so much money too. Yeah, that's what they said. It costs twenty five hundred dollars a day or three hundred and fifty dollars an hour to to hire these consultants other characteristics consultants use to describe conifer employees were stone-faced angry about everything dingy but good at her job very full of herself strong personality so most people stay away from her and fabulous so some workers are fabulous of you course know. some are dingy. uh uh should have been fired but saved him the comments on another worker read good worker but he thinks he's better than he is so that's they they uh you know it's it's I guess, like, the, my reason for bringing this up is, one, it's fucked up. It's – I I mean, calling uh, – the reason I brought this up on the show tonight was because of the dingy thing. Like, calling a woman dingy in yeah. an official document that goes to her employees seems to me like you would have to feel you're one of the bad guys <laughs> at that point, right? Like, there's no way you're a good guy doing right. this job. <laughs> right yeah you, you're absolutely right yeah i mean you I know, are i mean you I, are you, like the storm troopers just, in star wars <laughs> yeah you just but you can, i don't know it pays well i guess is why you're doing it that's only only they yeah. charge enough and i'm sure it pays enough money to keep the the roof over your head according so to you the, just bury it down According to the spreadsheet, the rating system used by consultants is used to predict the outcome of union elections. A worker who received a one rating has been identified by consultants as the most pro-union. This type of worker is defined as an internal organizer actively recruiting union supporters, signed petition. They signed a petition. They're pictured in a flyer or participated in picketing or other union actions hosting meetings. Meanwhile, I, this, this line killed me. Meanwhile, a worker who receives a five rating has been identified as the most pro company. Oh, so, <laughs> you're, you're either pro union or you're pro company. That sounds and, right. Yeah. Which side are true. you on? That is true. That is true. But a lot of the people that are in unions love their company too. True. That is like they would hate to be they would hate it to be said that they don't love their company. I I know a lot of union well, I mean like the union people that listen to this show obviously hate their company because we hate companies. Period. Like across the board we hate companies. But like, you know, somebody's mom that's in a union is like, I love the company and the union's, you know, maybe the union's getting in the way or something. I don't know. So just keep an eye out for people asking questions. Right, if you're in a union drive, I just thought it would be. We have so many union, uh, uh we have so many union people that listen to this show, and I'm sure they already know about IRI, but uh, I wanted to get it out there that it's happening. Yeah, Uh a day in the chat. Good idea. How well would a grift uh, work where you start one of these companies and intentionally do it badly? I think you could, I mean, you could get, because get, basically all you're really doing is saying how many people are going to vote yes and how many people are going to vote no. And if you did it in a way that the company had some false sense of security and then they lost the thing, that is not only making a bunch of fucking money, <laughs> but it's also fucking up a union busting. I think it's a good idea. It It really is. is. I mean, you need a website, um, with, you need a website with reviews on it. Uh, you need like mission statements and all that stuff, pictures of people in suits. Uh, you need to be able to talk the talk and have the jargon, Uh, but yeah, you just need to, and you need to spam Google, I guess. Just need to be, you need to get a a reputation, I guess. I don't know how you would do it. I would say that even the, the, be the cheapest one, (laughs) just be the $500 a day one. But I think, I, I also think the easier thing about this thing is, uh, 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 you can't, you don't have to put the companies on the website because the companies don't want people to know that you're consulting for them. True. So that's another way. Like they I'm on their website now and, uh, the industries are, they just say what industries they work in. So really all you have to do is say, yeah, I, you know, I worked with the healthcare industry, the automobile industry. (laughs) Yeah. Keep saying different. Yeah. Different, uh, uh, Industries, you know, yeah. we stopped them uh, off. Just whack them all. industries unions, man, keep yeah. popping up. I mean, that is good money. That really is three hundred and fifty dollars an hour. I would just work an hour. Really, <laughs> <laughs> one hour. One more. hour. Yep, that's done. we <laughs> talk to you tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, that all went very well for me. So, yeah they they are a, a pretty bad company uh so let's uh let's do this last thing here we got a little uh uh, uh i got a question for you too I okay think. go for it go for it uh this one says hey brent and brian first of all thanks for all you do i'm kind of an unusual listener i guess i'm a middle-aged lady from canada well, that's not unusual. Without exaggeration, I feel that you guys have done more for my mental health than Selexa, the antidepressant I've been on for the past 20 years has. On that note, Brian, I am kind of nearing the end of my rope with my anxiety and depression. We'll choose different words. Uh, and am considering adding weed to my depression treatment. I know that you used to be on Celexa and have switched to another AD. Don't know what that means. Antidepressant. Oh, but I was wondering what your experience with taking weed while on Celexa was like. Did it help? Did it seem to react negatively? I'm it just lost. reminded me I want to do some weed right now, actually. Um, and then it goes on and says, thank you for sharing your experience. It's admirable and generous. I Thank you for writing in. I also want to say, I, you know, something I should say... Right off the top, is that like they told me the reason I switched off of uh, Selexa is because they told me these things have like a shelf life of how long they'll work and uh, Selexa will lose its its kind of effectiveness. That's why I switched uh, a couple years ago when I was having all those fucking panic attacks. Uh, I mean, I have found. Just, this is anecdotal too, that high CBD weed really chills me out and makes me feel better and doesn't give me paranoia. So, I take, I eat 10 to 1 gummies. And what that means is, it's got 100 milligrams of CBD and 10 milligrams of THC. What that does is, CBD kind of makes you feel relaxed, uh, vaguely relaxed, and it, it, counteract some of the paranoia that you might get when you smoke weed um i would look into switching meds i know it's scary as hell i know for a fact it's scary as hell because i was afraid to do it i didn't go i didn't get it looked at until i was like real bad for a really long time i probably spent two years going through all these panic attacks and just having like high levels of anxiety i haven't really figured it out quite yet but uh, um, I'm getting there and I'm working on it. Uh, it's a lifelong journey. Yeah. Like the anxiety thing is like, I'm not, I'm not, I don't think I'm the best person to ask how to get past anxiety because I am, it's, <laughs> she, I've been dealing with it forever. Yeah. She just wanted to say, does weed help? High CBD weed, I think, helps. I don't know. And, and maybe even just regular THC ass weed might help. I don't know. I, I, I found that I was getting very paranoid when I got high until I found these 10 to 1s. And then I stopped feeling paranoid when I got high and I started just enjoying TV again, which is, you know. The goal. The goal. In the (laughs) end, when you're getting high, really the goal is just enjoying. Make that TV rock. Food and TV. (laughs) You know what I mean? Right. Absolutely. Yeah. I Mm. got one more question. Okay. Uh hey guys, first of all, love y'all on your show. Secondly, help settle a debate between my husband and me is Godsmack butt rock new metal or something else. He thinks of it as a quintessential butt rock. While I'll think it why I'll while I think it's more complicated than that. Stay healthy, Rachel. It's a uh, butt rock. Because butt he rock. does the voice. He does do the voice. Yeah. The voice They're, is the best indication of whether you're looking at butt rock or new metal or, or, or just regular metal is if they do the voice, it's butt rock. Um, I think that I, I feel that they were a huge influence for the Breaking Benjamin's and the bands that came after them, and um, you know Theory of a Dead Man and probably that shit too, but. I also think they're butt rock because they don't have the like crunchiness. They don't have like the down downtuned guitars. It's very just standard rock and roll. Uh, they also don't. And he's, yeah, they also don't have a signature sound. You know, they sound like other stuff. I mean, they do the, the yeah, they do the the creepy thing, I guess voodoo I mean, the, the, but that's the, like one or yeah, two that was songs, one song you're right the other you know? ones are just straightforward grunting and playing you know bar chords i can't stop thinking about the god Simack song where he says you're crying like a bitch oh yeah that I, was a bad one it just i keep thinking about it all the time but they were around with new metal though right they they were i mean they were around but i i, they I were just didn't in, like them yeah i think they, they were early 90s they were the next generation of butt rock after like they carried the torch. I feel like for some of the early nineties stuff, maybe L- or started they were it back Doing up. the post-grunt with doing the voice. Yeah. And the voice is the voice is my, the voice is my guiding light. You know, it gets a little difficult in the eighties, but uh once the nineties hits, the voice is, should be your guiding light in such, And such a uh, uh, question. Right. You know, if you hear the voice, you're here, butt rock. you know, but what about velvet revolver? Velvet revolver? Yeah, it is. okay. It is. He kind of does the voice a little sometimes. sexier. Yeah, it's more cock like we said. Yeah, a little bit sexier. Oh, I found out about a supergroup, a butt rock supergroup. Really? Right? Uh, uh, Scott Stapp, somebody from Guns and Roses, somebody from uh uh fuck, they're called uh Anarchy, something. Hold on. Uh yeah, but it's Bumblefoot from Guns N' Roses. The guitarist is from Guns N Roses, but it's Bumblefoot, not Slash. <laughs> I don't even know who Bumblefoot is. Bumblefoot was in Guns N' Roses for that period during uh Chinese democracy, like the whole time. You it's know? called Art of Anarchy. A, Art of Anarchy, yeah. And, and, and it, it was Scott a rigid, stab. It Are was we a, butt rock now? Yeah, it was originally... We worked our way into being butt rock. It's funny because it was originally a uh, a Scott Weiland project. And then when Uh, Scott Weiland died, Scott Stack took over. So the voice just made, the voice shall not change. We will use the voice. Yeah. yeah. Don't get mad at me saying, Stone. I like Stone Temple Pilots, so I will never be mean. I think Stone Temple Pilots is the best of the grunge bands. Yeah, they're great. Yeah. Uh, you ready? Got, you got more? Oh, yeah, you have another story. Yeah, I got one more thing we can do. Uh, you got more questions? No, that's all of them. If you want to send, you can send an email to streetfightradio at gml.com, uh, or we have a contact page on the website if you just go to streetfightradio.com. So I have some questions for you, Brett. <laughs> this is from Fast Company. And it's Six Quirky Questions from Real Life Job Interviews. I love that title. It just really rolls off the tongue. We've got some quirky questions from real life job interviews. Great. So, uh, uh, number one. Are these the people doing the interview or the, yeah. these are from interviewees? No. This is from the people doing the interview. Okay. They're going to ask you a quirky okay. question and see how you answer Oh, them. yeah. See how quirky I am. Yeah. So, uh, uh, number one. If you were an animal, which one would you be? Oh, no. <laughs> Imagine you sit down for something that's like potentially is life affirming or, or like like it's going to change everything. You're going to get this job. You're, you're going to the interview. You feel like because when you're interviewing for a job. Yeah. You really do feel like everything's changing for you at that moment. Like if I get this. I've never been to a job interview that I felt was low pressure. Yeah. It, they all feel very high pressure. Yeah, I was going to say, this also feels like there's some animals you can't choose. Like, the first one I was thinking was snake, and then I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> people <laughs> don't trust those. <laughs> it's like, I don't want to have any arms and legs. I just want to think and bite people. That's what I want to do. That's lion, what I'm here for. Would you say lion? Because that's probably one you don't want to say either. Lion is, yeah, I mean, could come off. There's it has so many different ways it could come off. Agro is yeah. what it comes off as. You know what I would just say? Cheetah, because it's the fastest. You Which know, is right the fastest, just, dude. Just you know? the last fact you remember from elementary school. Cheetahs can run 55 miles an hour in short <laughs> bursts. <laughs> yeah. But an emu has more stamina. So yeah. I would be an emu. <laughs> I don't know what I would say. I really... Let's hear... Uh, uh, this common question is designed to reveal the job seeker's personality and suitability for the role. Have some fun with it and choose an animal whose characteristics align with your prospective role. One person answered that she would be an octopus. Oh, yeah. That's Fuck you. God that's damn the it. Mood, yeah. You know, she, that's the, uh, yeah, she picked the top one. That is the best cause one. Cause I got eight arms. Another identified with a swan because I am serene on top and paddling furiously underneath where no one can see my efforts. Oh, that's that's sweet. Still another responded and said he'd be a duck because I would be good at any job you give me. I can fly in the air, swim in the water, and walk on the land. <laughs> that's a good one. There's some <laughs> killers. Yeah, yeah. Even a rhino makes the cut from a person who says, I have rhino hide. Nothing much bothers me. Yeah, that's the way to go. I immediately just thought of, yeah, that's a good way to trick people, though, because I would have just said, I'm a snake that's in the grass that's going to steal from you once you let me in. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to steal all your eggs. I've come to swallow your eggs. I'm a lion, and I'm going to eat you. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to eat this. I'm a lion. I'm loud, aggressive. Yeah, I'm (laughs) the king. I consider myself the king of the jungle, and nobody can ever test that. Yeah. (laughs) Number two, this one isn't really that weird to me i think i've even been asked this can you perform under pressure oh god that's a regular interview question right yeah that's everything that yeah that's everything that's all there's every job is pressure they they put pressure on you and they want to know yeah i don't think that doesn't seem too quirky to me Another job candidate was asked whether he could perform under pressure, a no-frills- He's like, okay, lineup. here I go. Boom, 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 ba-da-doom, ba-da-doom. That's what's in the piece. Boom, 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 ba-da-doom, yep. You say so you have to piece. be a per- theater kid to get the job? Yeah, not me, man. Uh, I was one- Pressure! <laughs> okay, I mean- This is our lives. Yeah, I could do it. I would do it. You would do that? Would that's do- what you would do? That's the thing uh, under pressure? I would just say yes. I had to come back from the snake thing. I have to make them forget the snake Thanks, thing, sure. so I'm on the desk. I'm going to slide on my knees some. I'll do both parts. I'll do the solo, the voice solo, the
1: <laughs>
0: all that shit. <laughs> I mean, I'm, a, I'm... Seriously, the answer to that question for me would just be yes. Yeah. Oh, sure. Because that's what you... Sure. that's what you Pressure. want me to say what right? is what's that yeah <laughs> no i would i wouldn't even yeah. think to be evasive about it at all i yeah. would just be like yeah there's I only one answer yeah yeah yes i don't know what else to say what do you want me to I do guess here? that's one of those ones where they you got to have those like little you got to have those little anecdotes when you go there you got to come up with a little story that you're ready to tell that shows that you're a good employee so that's one of those ones where you're like, oh, yeah, I'm great under pressure. One time, the fridge went out uh, at my old kitchen, and we had to f- get ice and keep everything on that for 24 hours. And we were able to, to save all the produce, and none of it went bad. shit like that. True. That is a good one. You got to serve them up with those lo- little annoying anecdotes. Number three, can you teach me how to do something? <laughs> uh, what that one at all can you, can te- you- oh okay. okay yeah they want you to teach them how to do something you know it's a challenge and, uh the interviewer said that the last job candidate he posed this question to gave him a lesson in how to put on makeup he took note of how well she explained a process that was familiar to her he wanted to see if she could clearly explain something that was known to her. Her choice of topic was perfect too because putting makeup on others is exactly what this candidate would be doing in her new role. Well, oh, come on, what is this? How quirky are we getting? If you start putting makeup on the guy that's interviewing you, now we got a story. Yeah, now we have we have a dedicated employee on our hands. Yeah, that's an interesting. That's an interesting, but when the job is that is to do makeup, yeah. Cuz like that's what they were asking. Shouldn't for. that be a part of the process? What would you teach somebody? I'm trying to think of what I would teach somebody. like How to flick open a knife? I could teach them how to flick my knife open, but I don't think you want to pull out a knife at in an interview. Yeah, you're right. I mean, yeah, and that's hard to come back from. You're in your fucking suit, and your slacks, and you just pull the knife out of your pocket, and you're like, no, it's like this. Yeah. And it just opens right up. It's ready to go. You know, it's ready to go. You can cut stuff with it. Like, all kinds of stuff, really. I'm real nervous about this screw being gone. They're replaceable. Yeah, I'll probably have to send an email. They'll mail me one. Yep. But I won't be able to have my knife for a while. Well, a new kitchen knife, you can carry that around in your pocket. Good. I, <laughs> <Just> I, <could. laughs> I don't know what I would teach somebody how to do. I guess I could um, teach somebody how to run cable. Like, hey, you want me to show you how to wire a house? Yeah, that would be right. Va- I don't, I'm. I'm coming up with something. I can't come up with anything off the top of my head. That's the problem. Neither could I. Really, to teach them. I mean, I don't. I can. I don't know how to Dougie. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> you know why? <laughs> uh, number four. Tell me something that I don't know about you. Um, I know what I would say. I fuck real good. Wow. Okay. <laughs> this is a Heat O'Brien thing. It's <laughs> just they wouldn't know that about me. You know. I'm fucking crazy and in the sack is is what I want you to know about me. <laughs> That's also, this could be a problem. <laughs> you don't want to say that in a job interview? I mean, it could work, I think, in the right situation. Yeah, 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 if, yeah. I don't know what I would say. to Even with that, it's like, you know what I would say? I'm a self-starter. What is this? Wait, what is it again? Uh, tell me something I don't know about um. you. And I would just say something like, oh, I'm a self-starter. I generally do all the work I'm asked to do in a reasonable amount of time, you know? That's just me. That is a great fact. A great fact is I'm really good at jobs. I mean, <laughs> oh my gosh. It just, is. That's, I mean, that's you know, what... People don't know. People look at me and they say, he can't be good at jobs. I'm great at jobs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I really am like the kind of guy that like... I'm so nervous. Don't know about you. Interesting facts. Also, once again, I gotta say, here's the thing. Think about, if you if you're too scared or you don't know how to do this, think about your friend that has an interesting life that you think is cool, or somebody that was did had a cool moment happen to them, and steal that story. Start telling it with yourself as the first person, and then debut it at the interview. That's that what you got to do. What I would have to do. That's where a lot of my, st- all of my, most of my job stories, I pick and I pull details from multiple situations that happen, but then organize them so that I was saved the day. You know. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm interviewing, yeah. Oh my god, that is smart. I would have never even thought to lie. Oh, constantly. Yeah. I just don't lie. You can't go over the top, you know, but you can't, you have to just put like a lot of things happen in life. It's like, you're right. The freezers went down and, uh, Roger cussed us out all fucking night and we had to spend the whole night mopping the floors and throwing everything away. They don't want to hear that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But I remember, you know, somebody else told me that happened to them and their boss wasn't a piece of shit and they, it worked. So then I combine the stories. Yeah. Yeah. Number five. What do you think of your parents and brother? Ooh, that's First tough. Of all, that's yeah, have a I don't know, know. Wow, you know, yeah. A sister, your parents and or siblings. I would not want to I would say as an interviewer, I would not want to ask that question. Because who <laughs> knows what comes back. Yeah, yeah. I mean people are gonna be polite, I suppose, but you're also inviting some people are just will answer honestly question. Some point people hate too. their family. Yeah, and they'll tell you they do. <laughs> yeah. Some people feel like they have to let everybody know they hate their family. <laughs> yeah. Um or uh, I don't know. Just weird situations. I, I guess they just want to hear. I don't. I don't. Know, that's so weird. Yeah, all dead. Someone said. No, they all. <laughs> they all died because was, that moves them right off. I was right an infant. It. I was thrown out of the car and they all drowned in the bottom of a lake. Yeah, they all. I. I'm the only one that lived. It was fucked up. Really, yeah, to it's tell you fucked the truth. up. But I can't believe you would ask me a question. Like you know, but I, you know what? Honestly, let me tell you the truth. Something you don't know about me: I work just to get away from that pain. That's what I like to do. Really, if the best way, best thing to soothe what soothe that bad feeling is just to get me work, pile some work on me, put just, pressure on me. That's what. You know, I like to be under pressure. It makes me forget. <laughs> Here's our last question: uh, a delicate moral dilemma. Accidentally serving meat products to a vegan. So, you got to ask, you know, what would you do if you accidentally served meat products to a vegan? Uh, Did they eat it is the question, you know? Um, Yeah. I put the wrong dish down. That's what it is. The question is this. Suppose you have a dinner party and serve vegetable soup that has lard, a meat product in it. An important business guest remarks that the soup was delicious. And as a vegan, she's grateful you served it. What do you do? This is a quirky question. This is quirky as hell. I don't even know what. I I would lie. I would lie to her. But that's not what you want to say in a job interview. You don't want to make a habit of saying I would lie in a job interview. Yeah, that's also. I started off as a snake, and now I'm lying. Now now I'm going to say, you know what? Honestly, no, because uh, then I don't want to start any trouble. I don't want there to be a thing. That is what it is. It's like, I just... I'm not going to tell her because I don't want a thing to happen. Like, sure. I mean, I wouldn't do it in the first place. It's also like, if I found myself in... The, I've never found myself in this position. No. 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 I, I don't... usually know. Yeah. They usually ask. Yeah. You know? Especially, you know, if you're known as... If everybody else is eating meat, somebody might ask, does this have any lard in it? Yeah. You know? And, uh uh... Fuck, man. You know, I think, and they're willing. I mean, they're willing to suspend disbelief too. They're not. They're they're not going to go check the cabinets and be like, "Was that vegetable stock? Yeah. What was that stock? They're They're just going to be like, okay, they said it was, because you have to to get along in this world. They have to make some concessions as well. You enjoy. I mean, if you enjoyed it, you know, you just move on. Yeah, we're just going to move on. (laughs) I fucked up. You enjoyed the soup. Yeah, you did like it. You loved you it. fucking liked it. Yeah. Why don't you start eating that shit again, dude? Why don't you fucking quit it? You know what you like. You just found out what you like. It's bone broth. <laughs> SFR Balt says I would never serve a vegan. <laughs> That's what you go. If it's you and like a guy an old salesman guy, you tell him that you fuck great and you'd never give a, I don't serve vegan food in my house. No. <laughs> That is crazy, though. Like, that is a good question, I think. I guess we're – I mean, in this day and age, uh, you know, in this day and age, you do – half you know it's a thing. You can't really – nobody's aloof anymore. And there's so many different – even it's like at the grocery store, there is keto. There is plant-based. There is fucking – all the different diets are happening. Unlike with healthy, like regular old products now. Everything is happening. Yeah, I've actually found myself getting mad on Grubhub now if there's no vegetarian options. Because my wife and daughter. Yeah. My daughter's somewhat flexitarian. Sure. But my wife is a vegetarian. And I'll be looking. I'll be like, oh, that looks good. And it's like, salad? With steak on it is it? You got salads, right? Yeah. But my wife is like, I'm not eating a salad for dinner. You know? Yeah. I want an entree. She eats fish. And stuff too. So, but there's so many, there's a place in, in this city that made me so mad. Cause I wanted to get a nice salad dinner, like a nice, I was going to get grilled chicken on it. It was going to be this like really nice salad dinner, a place in town called chippity chop or something. Okay. And I was like, Oh fuck salads. This is, it says they're a salad place. Sure. Every single menu item had meat in it. Every fucking one of them. Who they're called proteins that eats meat, eats at a salad place. I guess would be my question. Yeah, I mean you know? that's not a con- that's not the place where you can you can go all meat. I don't think you are going to have to have some you have to have some chickpeas or something. Yeah, yeah, it makes me fucking crazy, man. Yeah. Mexican restaurants is really tough in my house because my wife says like it's all wet vegetables, and I am like, well, yeah. 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 It's good, though. It tastes good. Sure. But, yeah, if I accidentally served meat products to a vegan, I would not tell her. Or him. I wouldn't find myself in that situation if it happened. I guess it would be who it is. If it was my friend and I could apologize, but I don't want to I feel like if it's just someone that's strolling through my house that I didn't care enough to ask him about it. Um like that, later on they say I'm a vegan. Yeah, and you're just like, "All right, well, I'm I'm not going to see you again." <laughs> <laughs> But sure, my weird because you just ate cheese. <laughs> I did. Uh, I did make some cookies uh, to send out for holiday treats, and it was made with butter, green butter. But uh, I had to put they weren't vegan on the thing. That's nice. I did. I mean, you care because you're a vegetarian. You're first vegetarian I ever met. Sure. <laughs> Which is fucking crazy. Yeah, I ordered but, right uh, when I was thirty-five. <laughs> yeah, you should have. Branched out a little bit more, maybe. <laughs> I didn't know a single vegetarian until I was thirty-five. I'd never heard of somebody saying they were a vegetarian. Sure. Well, I mean, I'd heard the term, but I remember when you first told me, I was like, "Fucking for real, dude?" Yeah. No, I only heard of, heard about you in that Dead Eye Dick song. Yeah, people. I've only heard people make fun of sure. You. That's it. But then I, like, I'm, you know, obviously I've said it on the show many times. I I, I actually look up to it. I think it's a, a it's powerful because I know you liked me when you were eating it. because Yeah, because I'm back on it now that it's all fake. Yeah, yeah. You immediately I, were like, I'll have a cheeseburger. I'll I have made, a cheeseburger. I made a mac sauce today. I found a good one. It has a little bit of barbecue sauce in it, which felt like a renegade. Like, I'm just... Making shit up at home when I read the recipe, but it added like a nice, the perfect amount. Thousand Island. No, I did like ketchup and mayonnaise and, uh, a little bit of barbecue sauce and some mustard. Mac sauce is Thousand Island with, uh, uh, the one I had, I had, well, I had one that I thought was fantastic. Yeah. Okay. Well, hey, if you're listening, like just helping you out there. Yeah. But I, you don't know what the, how they're flavoring all that shit. Like, I don't know what thousand Island to use, you know. That's true. That's true. They probably got their own proprietary. Yeah. It comes in a caulking gun. I don't know if you knew that. I That's used cool. to work there and people used to steal the shit out of those caulking guns. For home projects or just for fun? For Mac Sauce. Oh they so would like steal the Mac yeah. sauce at their house. You know? That's tight. We were all stealing that shit. Yeah I want one. I want a caulking gun of Mac, Mac sauce now. You gotta ask I mean they might sell you one. <laughs> Like, I'm serious, because people used to come in sometimes and ask if they would sell them. I was 16, so I don't remember like, what the answer ended up being. But like, they might sell you <laughs> the the caulk container of Mac sauce, and right. then you just got to buy the caulking gun. They got those at Home Depot, you know? Yeah. So, there you go. That's the show. Street Fighter Radio. Thanks for tuning in. If you want more of what we do, we just did uh, an episode of Undercover Boss about ADT security. Very wishy-washy boss. And also, it was weird because they had only been with the company for eight months, and then they didn't do any of the wrap-up stuff. Like, normally at the end of an Undercover Boss, they sit down with the board and tell them what they found. Uh, but this guy didn't do any of that. He didn't get to make a speech in front of everybody. It kind of seemed like... this. The, it seemed like he reached out to Undercover Boss, and then they were like, you have to do the show. <laughs> they were like, we're not going to do the fucking show. ADT is fine. Yeah, ADT didn't want to be involved with it, I don't think, and he just ended up having to ha- having to do it himself, and he was the chief marketing officer. Like, that's like, that's pretty low down on the chiefs, sure. you know? Sure. <laughs> One of the lowest chiefs. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, so uh we will be back on sunday for a call-in show we'd love to hear what all y'all are doing i think it's about time for an abcd too i think that makes sense Uh, about time for a guest yeah guest call-in show maybe we should launch it with abcd that's a good idea um and then also we're working on a Dungeons and Dragons stream uh that's coming up next brian found his screw everybody it just took a little bit of looking i don't know how he made it through the show it was hard i gotta tell you Uh, I was really worried I lost the screw for my knife. Like, having a knife for this long... Add strife. I've had a knife since December 25th, and I already almost broke it, so... That's that's what you're good at. See y'all later. There's a... There's a... There's a...
1: There's a fine... Between love and hate, you see, came way too late. But baby, I'm on it. There's a fine line between love and hate, you see, came way too late. But baby, I'm on it. Can't worry about what a nigga thinkin' to see, and that's liberation. And baby, I want it. Let me hear it. Let me hear it. Let me hear it How oh, many times I sit back and contemplate a fresh off the thing, when I'm telling my story. My relationship with my folks is give and take. It makes it hard to refrain from the host of cocaine, from them whores, from the flame, from a post in the game. Makes it hard to maintain focus. Then from the glock rounds and lockdowns and burials, the seeds that sow get devoured by the same locusts. Cause it's a hard road to hoe if your ass don't move and the rain don't fall and the ground is dry, but the roots are strong, so some survive. To your surprise, now I voice their cries. Got more juice than Zeus, slinging lightning trying to frighten Plains dwellers of the Serengeti, but get beheaded when you're falsely dreaded Melanin, silicone, and collagen injected Dissecting my pride, who the one gonna get it started? We be the lion hearted, without infanticide It's like that red sprite, you can't imagine Unless you're looking at the canvas of life Not through the peephole or mortality, single-minded mentality Getting over on loopholes, getting paid twofold on technicalities Clicking your heels Scared to voice how you feel Black and steel Picking cotton from the killing fields With no total I don't think we in Kansas No moto Midwest or dirty south Clean dress or dirty mouth Whether robbing preachers Or killing poor righteous teachers You a scared demon it Shouldn't be allowed to spread semen And your cowardly lines Never define the jackals of babble. Running with they pack Tell between your legs Throw the man on your head Say the story As you downplay your glory Cackling Helping the shackling of your brethren happen Just by rapping Liberty, time. liberty. Time.